Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers, and welcome back to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. My name is Danielle Desir Corbett, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Year. I hope you had a restful holiday season filled with good food, good cheer, and just had an awesome and amazing time. And hopefully you were able to avoid all of the craziness that seems to be going around in the world these days. Now, this episode is a continuation of the last episode, episode 93, where we talked all about how to earn points and miles without traveling. So my goal with that episode was to really debunk this misconception that a lot of people have that in order you free to earn points and miles through credit card travel hacking, that you have to be actively traveling. And it's not necessarily the case. Yes, you definitely will earn points and miles traveling. However, there are plenty of opportunities where you don't have to do anything like leave your comfort of your home to even earn some incredible points and miles. So with that being said, I started travel hacking around 2015 and I've traveled all across the world, either cheaply or for free as a result of travel hacking. Now, emphasis on the free part because that is my favorite. It's an amazing feeling when you're able to be on a flight and have paid nothing at all except for the taxes and you have a free hotel stay as a result of your everyday spending or your travel hacking expertise. However, I definitely have a confession to make. And to be fair, I feel like whether you are a new travel hacker or you're experienced, we're all going to make mistakes. And I have made my fair share of credit card mistakes over the years. So in this episode, you're going to hear all about those embarrassing travel hacking mistakes that I've made as well as how to avoid them, all right? But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Tempe Tourism. You may be surprised to learn that Tempe, Arizona has a vibrant art scene in the Sonoran Desert. Tempe, Arizona prides itself in being a progressive and inclusive community, and you can learn about its art scene by listening to episode 91, where we explore three Tempe attractions, ASU Gamage, the Desert Botanical Garden, and ASU Art Museum. Alrighty, now before we get started, a quick reminder that on Saturday, January 22nd, 2022, I will be hosting a live workshop all about the introduction to travel hacking. Throughout this two-hour workshop, we're going to cover the reasons that you should consider travel hacking, how to get started, whether you should pay the annual fee or not, the best beginner credit cards for earning points and miles, how to stay organized, and so much more. Now, don't forget, if you're unable to join us live, you'll have access to the workshop replays. All right, you'll also get a list of 
recommended no fee credit cards that I love as well as great credit cards for beginners. And you'll also have access to any future updates to the class that I make. So imagine earning enough points and miles so you can travel for little to nothing at all. If that sounds interesting to you, definitely head over to the show notes to join this workshop. You can also go directly to podcast.thoughtcard.com forward slash points to register. But again, all of the information that you need to join us will be in the show notes. Now let's get started. Travel hacking mistakes that Danielle has made. Oh, this is going to be a good one. All right. So the first mistake that I made was not having a spending plan for reaching the sign up bonus. When it comes to credit card sign up bonuses, there are conditions that need to be met. The most important condition is that you need to spend a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time to earn the bonus offer. So for example, you may have a credit card that says you have to spend $3,000 within a three-month period in order for you to earn the 60,000 point bonus miles. Now, you know, me, I'm excited. All I saw was the 60,000 bonus points miles and knowing that's going to give me a flight to Europe, a round trip flight to Europe, economy class. So all I was really interested in is really the points and miles, but I didn't really read the fine print to come up with a game plan for how I'm actually going to reach this spending limit. Now, this was more of an issue early on in my early to mid 20s when my spending wasn't really that high right now it's very easy for me to spend 3 4 5k in a month due to all of our expenses so i don't necessarily have as much of a problem today as i did a few years ago, but not having a spending plan for reaching the sign up bonus is so important. Even if it's a thousand dollars that you need to spend in an th- amount of time, make sure you have reminders on your phone to remind you of your time parameters and have a game plan, especially if you know your spending is not going to add up to what the credit card is looking for. What you don't want to happen is for you to miss the sign-up bonus, which is my second blunder, my second mistake. I have before missed a sign-up bonus completely, and it was so devastating that I didn't have a game plan, number one. Number two, I was a couple hundred dollars shy of reaching the spending requirement, but they said, nope, sorry, super excited to have you as a customer, but we're not going to bend the rules on this one. So I think I had, at the time, it was like a Barclays card that everyone had and I completely missed the spending category bonuses and it just really just was a bummer. And I didn't meet it and also I didn't get to go on that extra trip or extra couple of trips that that spending category could have provided me. So again, the first blunder was not having a spending plan for reaching the sign-up bonuses. And the second blunder as a result is missing the sign-up bonus completely. All right, we definitely want to make sure that we're taking advantage of this free bonus. So coming up with a game plan and making sure you have your reminders and you have how much money you're going to spend a month and that it is going to be okay with your budget is so, so, so important. 
So the third blender, the third embarrassing mistake that I made when it comes to travel hacking was lacking the discipline and as a result, missing credit card payments. So when you're missing credit card payments, this is going to absolutely hurt your travel hacking game because you are defeating the purpose of quote unquote, gaming the system and earning points and miles when you have to actually pay more in late fees and pay more in all these additional things that you didn't necessarily have to do if you had the discipline and you had just a good system in place. So I have missed quite a few credit card payments here and there, especially when I first started travel hacking and when I first started managing my money with credit cards. And I think that a lot of people go through this. It's not something that's uncommon. But of course, a solution that you can do is you can have automatic payments go in for at least the minimum so that you don't miss a payment and have to pay these enormous late fees. Like I know one of my credit cards, my late fee is like $29, which is a lot of money. It's a lot, a lot of money. Also, when you're carrying your credit card balance from month to month, you're paying interest on this balance, which again, it defeats the purpose of earning points and miles because you're paying more for each transaction over time. So a solution can be automating your payments, at least the minimum requirement payment. And also another solution, that, which is my favorite, is to treat your credit card like a debit card. So with a debit card, you swipe and the money's taken out automatically and you no longer have to worry about that expense. So if you are acting like your credit card is a debit card, maybe every day or every couple of days you go into your credit card statement and you pay off that balance. So you don't have to necessarily wait to pay one lump sum. You can make as many small payments throughout the month as you like. And I really like this approach because it keeps me on top of things and it allows me to treat my credit card like a debit card, but still earn all of the amazing points and miles that I am looking for. So the fourth mistake, these are embarrassing guys. So, so, so embarrassing. The fourth mistake that I've made has been paying the annual fee for cards that I no longer use, okay? Or paying the annual fee for duplicative cards. Now in the workshop, the Intro Travel Hacking Workshop, we'll talk a lot about duplicate credit cards, duplicate rewards. So I'm not gonna get into that today, but it's really important for you to make sure that you are paying annual fees on credit cards that are useful to you and that you're actively using. So it has happened to me on more than one occasion where I miss the annual fee and I get charged. And, you know, unfortunately they don't want to <laughs> refund me that. And I am stuck with the card for the, another year because I missed either closing down the card or downgrading the card before the annual fee hits. So you really want to make sure that you are organized and that you're keeping track of all of your credit card renewal dates. And this becomes more challenging the more credit cards that you have. So definitely something that you want to keep in mind. 
a lot of times these annual fees are not cheap. They're like $99, $129, 400 and something dollars. So you want to make sure that you're, if you're going to pay an annual fee for a credit card, it's a card that you are using. You're actively using the card on a frequent basis and you're actively using the perks as well. So try to stay organized. And again, in the workshop, we're going to be talking all about ways to keep on top of that. The fifth mistake that I've made was using a credit card that had a foreign transaction fee when traveling. Now, this sucked. And this has happened to me several times. I go abroad and I'm using a credit card and I don't realize that with every single transaction that I'm making, that there is a foreign transaction fee associated with it. So, I've learned my lesson. Now, before I travel, especially when I travel abroad, I have a checklist of things, financial things I'm on the lookout for. And one of those things is making sure that I'm looking at the credit cards that are in my wallet and making sure that there are no credit card foreign transaction fees while I'm abroad. Again, we are trying to be smart about our decisions and we're trying to not have to spend money unnecessarily on additional fees when it's not necessary. So definitely want to make sure that you're not bringing with you these credit cards that have hefty foreign transaction fees when there are plenty of credit cards that don't. All right. So definitely want to make sure you are aware of that. Now, another mistake that I made, the sixth mistake was not maximizing spending on bonus categories and or using the wrong credit card at times and getting less points and miles. Many, many years before I got more wise and more organized, I had a few credit cards that I really liked to use that were my favorites. However, I wasn't being strategic about, okay, I'm at the grocery store. Which credit card is the best one to use to earn me the most points and miles. Not my favorite card, but the one that's the best for this spending category. So it has taken me quite some time to develop a system. Like I mentioned in episode 93, I have a two-pronged system that I use. So one I use on my notes app, I have a very detailed breakdown of my spending categories and which credit cards to use for quick reference. And then I also use the Card Pointers app, which they have a free and paid version. And that app literally is a godsend because whenever I'm on the go, I can go in that app and I can see which credit card they recommend for different spending categories or which credit card they recommend for just regular old purchases. So that has been really, really helpful. And I'm so much more conscious now that every time I swipe my card, I'm always thinking about what category would this fall into and which credit card is the right credit card so I can earn the most points and miles. Why earn only one point when I could be earning four, five, six points on the same purchase. 
the opportunity cost is too great to fumble the bag on this one. So I'm always on the lookout for which credit cards to use. And again, having a system and being organized has been very, very helpful. So those are my tips. I think I have one more tip for you. Let's see here. Okay, another thing, this is the last point that I had to make. Another embarrassing mistake that I had done in the past is that I have let some points and miles expire. So depending on what loyalty program you're in. So I know American Airlines is notorious for this, but some points and miles have expiration dates. Don't check me on that. Double check me on that just to make sure, but I believe American Airlines expires after a certain point. So if you're not careful and you haven't been adding or using your bank of rewards, you may end up losing those rewards from inactivity. So thankfully, that hasn't been an issue for me in quite some time. But I do know that it has come up in the past. And a way that you can really keep on top of your expiration dates is by using Award Wallet. And they have a free and paid tier. I'll make sure in the show notes to have a link to both Award Wallet and the Card Pointers app. They're two very, very useful tools to keep you organized. Card Pointers app is really good for which credit card to use and pick the right one for the spending category. And Award Wallet is really good for keeping track of expiration dates for your points and miles, if it's applicable, as well as renewal dates. So when your credit card is up for renewal, you also get a notification as well. All right. So uh, those are my embarrassing mistakes. I know we all have embarrassing mistakes that we have made in the past, but believe me, all these mistakes have made me such a much more wiser, financially savvy traveler. So I just wanted to also say that being a financially savvy traveler takes trial and error. It takes learning. It takes being open to trying things and realizing sometimes that you may fall short. Although these are mistakes that I've made and lessons I've learned, some have either hurt me a little bit and some have hurt me a lot, but I'm still really happy that I made these mistakes because I'm so much more wiser to how to manage my credit cards. Credit card management is a very big part of travel hacking. I definitely feel like a lot of folks kind of just overlook that, but I'm really happy that over the years I've been able to make some of these mistakes to grow from them. And now I am very aware of what to do versus what not to do. And of course, because I create content, I can share all of these mistakes with you and you can learn from them or you can be like, yep, I did the same thing too, Danielle. (laughs) So I hope you found this episode helpful. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What has been some of your biggest or most standout travel hacking mistakes? What are things that you have done in the past that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened to me, but it will never happen to me again because I am a financially savvy traveler. So head over to podcast.thoughtcard.com. This is our podcast website and you can leave us a comment under this show notes and tell us specifically your biggest travel hacking mistakes and 
how you have been able to grow from them. I would absolutely love, love, love to hear from you. Now, don't forget that January 22nd, 2022, we are having the Intertravel Hacking Workshop. I would love to see you there. We had episode 93 and episode 94, which are great precursors, great intros for this masterclass, this workshop. And I'm really excited to dig in with all those who are really interested in getting it together for 2022. Again, if you cannot make it live, don't worry. The replay will be available for you. You can watch it on demand when and where you like. All right. Now, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been reaching out to me on Instagram and on Twitter. Thank you for those who answer my polls to tell me what kinds of episodes you're interested in listening to next. I really, really appreciate your enthusiasm and your willingness to share your feedback with me because this helps to shape the podcast and bring different topics to light. And a big special thank you to all of my my buy me a coffee supporters. I really appreciate all of the lattes that you have sent to me over the last few months and your support not only keeps me going with creating content on a consistent basis, but it also helps to cover the cost of getting new equipment and also the cost of editing. We have a great editorial team. So all your support really helps to cover the costs of production. And, you know, with your support, I really look forward to continuing to bring you informative personal finance and travel content every other week. All right. Now, please share this episode with a friend. And if you have a moment, leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I do really appreciate your support. And I look forward to the next episode where I have some big news to share with you. So if you're not following me on Instagram or Twitter or on my email list, you may not know this. So I have some big, 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 big news to share on the podcast. And I cannot wait to give you an update, a 2022 update of where things are in my life and how I see things moving forward. So definitely make sure you stay tuned for that episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but don't forget there's way more where that came from. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll get bonus episodes, additional tips on affording travel, real-time updates, as well as strategies for building wealth and creating multiple income streams. Head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash join to support. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Danielle Desir. Slide in my DMs and share with me your thoughts about this episode. What did you enjoy? What stood out to you? Let me know. I'd absolutely love to connect with you outside of the podcast. See you in the next one.